Job ready? Employer says yes. This programme is presented by Eduvate, education and innovation. Did you know that 90% of all data in the world has been generated in the last two years? That's 2.5 quintillion bytes of data being produced every day at our current rate, and that rate's only increasing. With all this information, we have to ask ourselves, how do we deal with it? I'm back at Britannica, this time in Chicago, talking to Darcy Carlson, who is the Director of Education Consultants in the US. And we're talking about how we process this data and put it to its best use, either in school or in the workplace. Good morning, Darcy. Good morning, Jonathan. I'm so happy to be with you today. Great stuff. So you work for Britannica, and a lot of what you do is you talk to educational establishments, schools, colleges, whatever, about how they could use Britannica. How does that work? Well, Britannica has always been really committed to providing high-quality professional development services that support our customers in getting the most out of their resources. So we actually have an entire team of education consultants. We're all former teachers ourselves, so we've worked in the classrooms, and we work closely with schools and districts to align our resources to their goals so that they can have the best impact on student achievement. Darcy, there's an idea around called information literacy. It's used in school and in the workplace to recognise when a piece of information is needed and how and where to locate it. In terms of this concept, is Britannica useful? Absolutely. So information literacy is the foundation of Britannica professional development. And information literacy is the ability for students to uncover information needs, to determine how to locate that information, evaluate it, and then use that information that they've found. And there's a very big task of today's educator to arm students with the judgment to wade through false and misleading information from questionable sources. Mm. Students also have to learn to understand and respect different perspectives, as well as develop the communication skills to express their own. Students who internalize this information literacy abilities dramatically increase their potential for success in learning across the board. So in our workshops on information literacy, we really focus on the discrete skills that it takes for a student to become information literate by empowering educators with the tools to teach these skills. And we do that using the Britannica resources. So information literacy is something which a student develops having worked with their teacher who in turn has worked with Britannica. Is this something that they can move on with away from high school and on into work or into college? Absolutely. Information literacy is something that if a student internalizes, is going to allow them to be successful in their college and careers as well. Because 
no matter where we are in our lives, we need to be able to assess information. We need to be able to evaluate it and then also utilize it. So use that information, no matter what job that we um, are going to have in our future careers, we're going to have to be able to have all of those abilities going forward. So unpick information literacy a, a bit more for me. Is that something where students can dissect uh, a body of knowledge and apply it into a particular situation? Is it a process of dissection, if you like, or is it something else? Well, it can be. There's a, That's certainly an aspect of it. I think information literacy as a whole really fits into an inquiry model of learning. So, uh, having the ability to develop questions that are going to be useful to answer, so the answers to those questions are going to be useful, is really important. And then being able to understand how they're going to f- locate the information to answer the question, evaluate that information, make sure that they're um, that it's accurate, that it doesn't have a biased viewpoint, or if it does, what that is, and then be able to use that information to achieve the, the initial goal of, or the need that they they initially uncovered. So this is not so much about knowing stuff. It's about knowing how to locate stuff and then evaluating whether it's the right kind of information you need for that job on hand. Exactly. When we talk to employers, a lot of them stress the importance of the team. Mm -hmm. By that, they mean a group of people working together for the common aim. I have problems with teams sometimes. I think there's different sorts of teams, but nonetheless, employers are are wedded to this. And it, it requires students to work in groups. Does the sort of information literacy methodology that you're talking about allow students to work in groups? It absolutely does. And I think if we really think about how a student needs to assess where they need to locate particular information. It might not be in a, uh, a textbook, the information that they're looking for. It might not be in a digital resource that they're using. It might be that they need to ask a peer. They need to ask another student the answer to the question. It may be that they need to reach out to experts in their field, uh, the field of study that they're developing their questions mm. with. So they might need to actually work with others to help to answer their questions. And is this process of joint discovery, if you like, something that Britannica Method encourages? Absolutely. We have lots of different sharing capabilities within our resources to really encourage and nurture that group work. Can you give me some examples of how that would happen in either the classroom or the workplace? Yeah, so with Britannica Resources, we have the ability to share content sets as well as provide notes that students can write back and forth to each other or to their their teacher. Um, so there's a lot of ways for students to collaborate with each other um, in a digital world. And of course, the way that group or teamwork looks now looks a lot different than it did 10 or 20 years ago. So we're able to collaborate with people across the globe instantaneously. Um, so we really need to use technology to our advantage when it comes to working in groups. 
So that leads us on nicely to the kind of final area that I want to talk about, which is the future of learning. What you're showing with that last question is that learning has changed vastly over the last 15 years, 10 years, to allow us to work collaboratively across the globe. Do you see that as a continuing feature? Do you see other features uh, which will affect how learning proceeds? Absolutely. And I think the collaborative approach is something that we will continue to see changes with. I also think that a personalized approach is something that we hear more and more about. Um, really looking at a student's personal learning profile, so looking at their strengths and weaknesses, looking at their interests, and providing individual learning paths for each student. And what's wonderful about Britannica is that the students and educators have access to unlimited topics that students might be interested in with a variety of ways that students can learn. So whether they're visual learners, if they're auditory learners, they learn best by reading and writing. The technology behind Britannica also allows for students and educators to easily share that information. So if they're working collaboratively and teachers can assess student progress in real time so that they can make changes necessary to a student's learning path to generate the best results for that student. And how do you see the inevitable march of the pesky robots uh, artificial <laughs> intelligence. Uh, how do you see students learning, having to uh, negotiate their way between these uh, new things on the horizon at the moment, but increasingly part of our day to day life? Well, I really think it goes back to utilizing a technology to our advantage. Uh, so like I said before, with the personalized learning, uh, it, it's a real challenge for educators because if we're asking teachers to have personalized learning paths for every single student, you can imagine how time consuming that can be. But using technology to a teacher's advantage is wonderful because teachers can really see in real time what students are doing because of technology. So the technology and the robots behind what, um, uh, behind some of the, the, the tools that we're using, it really enables teachers and students to be more successful and to kind of take out some of that, that grunt work that the teachers have been used to do, doing, which is, um, you know, grading individual papers and, um, assessing students in different ways where now they're able to have that automated for them so that they can move on and work on the things that are really important. And Britannica can help us work in the things that are really important. Absolutely. We definitely believe that. So Darcy, you have this fantastic job title, Director of Education <laughs> Consultants. How did you get into that? Is that something you always wanted to be? Well, I didn't even think, I don't think I knew that this was an, an option for me, actually, when I um, was maybe going from or transitioning from my high school career into college. I was, a, I went to school to become a teacher. So my major was special education. I did teach in the classroom for three years. I taught as a special ed teacher in the elementary level before joining Britannica. And I also worked at a learning center as a tutor and then eventually as the director of education at the learning center. 
And I learned that I really liked working with adults. I really enjoyed working with the parents at the center and speaking with them about their children's progress. And a couple of colleagues of mine at the Learning Center happened to become sales representatives at Britannica. And that's how I found out about this wonderful role here at Britannica. Originally, I was an education consultant. I was I came on as a trainer. So I uh, conducted training sessions for our customers on how to use Britannica, just like we talked about. But then as time went on, I was promoted to the director. So now I work with our entire team to make sure that we have high quality professional development services that we can provide for our customers across the board. So do you miss teaching young students? Of course I do. Yes, there's definitely aspects of teaching that I miss. I miss the student interaction. I miss some of the curriculum, but I think that what's nice about the roles that we have as education consultants at Britannica is that we're really impacting thousands of children by accessing their teachers and being able to provide them with this high quality content that's going to make a difference in each of those students' lives. So if you were advising someone who was 18, 19, 20, who's listening to this talk and thinks, you know, I'd like to do that, would you advise them to go into teaching first or are there other routes? I'm sure there are other routes to get to this role. However, I feel like having the classroom experience really helps me to connect with the educators that I work with. It lets them know that, hey, I've been on the ground floor with teaching in the classroom. I know what they're up against and I can really help them to make the difference in their classrooms by coaching them through the different strategies and activities that we're pulling together for them to use with their students. That resonates with me entirely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure talking to Darcy Carlson, all the way over in my favourite city, Chicago. Darcy, <laughs> thank you very much indeed. That was wonderful. Thank you, Jonathan. It was a pleasure. You'll find us online at eduvate.biz. Job ready. Employer says yes. <laughs>